Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Cronomier, Goddess of Victory Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 12 The Goddess Astrid struggled through the numbness pervading her body. You know her? she hissed at the professor, though her eyes would not leave the soothsayer. I'm sorry, dear heart, but yes, the professor replied in a voice almost afraid to speak lest it roused her from a dream. Madeline, what have you done? That boy! She's done it before, Astrid rasped, or at least she tried. I've seen it. You weren't trying to save Cecilius. You were killing him. And those men in the forest. You faced down eight of them, but only seven ghosts came for us. You took the last one, didn't you? And now... The words stumbled in her throat. What for? What the hell for? Madeline, the would-be soothsayer, was silent. Her eyes never wavered from the professor's face. What happened, Madeline? the professor asked slowly, as if navigating her way around a time bomb. Whatever it is, I can fix it. Silence. And then Madeline began to laugh. A breathless chuckle at first as a look of disbelief formed on her face. Soon it became a tremulous giggle trilling hysterically on the night air. Tears formed in her eyes, but they were not of joy. These were the tears of heartache. <laughs> she gasped, and laughed and cried again. Madeline, I'm so sorry, the professor began, but the instant she tried to form the word, Madeline's laughter stopped, and she pulled a thin, rough blade out from the depths of her cloak. Don't, she ordered, now a cauldron of fury. Don't you dare say that to me. Now you listen to me, Astrid began. She moved forward to approach the murderess, but reeled backwards when the ground shook beneath her feet. In an instant the world changed around them. For the merest second the trees were gone, replaced with lines of tightly packed terraced houses. There were horses pulling carriages and children chasing along behind. A glimpse of the future bleeding back into the past, and then it was gone. Time fluctuation, the professor theorised. Before she could say more, the ground shook again. The street returned, but it was different now. The houses were gone, and in their place great towering pillars of glass rose into the sky. Cars crawled along the road in sluggish fashion, horns blaring. Then they were gone, banished by the trees. Time's broken here, Astrid recalled. That's what she said. What who said? asked the professor. Astrid could not look her in the eye, could not respond. What have you done with Gaius? she demanded. There came no reply. Was there a trace of guilt in the strange woman's face? A hint of sorrow? Footsteps sounded from the edge of the clearing. Boudicca emerged from the darkness and strode into the moonlight, only to fall to her knees when she laid eyes on Madeline. Goddess Andraste, I beg your forgiveness, she said quickly, 
I did not mean to trespass on your holy place. Anu? Astrid frowned. You're Antraste? asked the professor. She glanced over at the humbled Boudicca. The pendant dangled from her neck. Of course, she gasped. You gave her the countercog. How could you meddle in? Goddess, I brought you this lowly offering in return for your blessing, Boudicca gabbled. If I have offended you by my actions, I meant no disrespect. You have done well, child, Madeline said soothingly, to the professor's horror. Your day of ultimate victory approaches, and the sacrifices you have made will see that it is secured. Pretending to be a god, the professor muttered in dark tones. Madeline looked at her with a sneer, and then returned to Boudicca. The last test to prove your worthiness is now upon you, Boudicca of the Iceni, she intoned. This final sacrifice must be by your hand. Kill the one you brought to me, she ordered, before raising an arm to indicate Astrid, and slay the girl who defiles this holy woodland. What? yelled Astrid. I obey, growled Boudicca, who leapt to her feet with a battle cry and drew her sword from her belt. She cannoned towards Astrid with a great swing of the blade, but the attack was too slow, and Astrid ducked out of the way. Boudicca turned her attention upon the professor, and pulled the sword back in another wide arc. The professor tumbled onto the ground and scrabbled to reach Gaius's sword. She grasped hold of the hilt and jumped back up. Seeing what her friend had done, Astrid ran at her. You can't! she shouted through returning tears. Give it to me! Boudicca rounded for another attack on the distracted Astrid. The professor pushed her friend away and met Boudicca's blade with her own. She parried a series of furious attacks, dodging far enough each time to force Boudicca to overreach herself. When finally the warrior queen stumbled, the professor went for an attacking move that caught her off balance and sent her staggering. She quickly recovered as the professor composed herself for the next bout. She thought of Astrid and chanced to glance around. The girl was on her hands and knees, sobbing, but there was no time to comfort her. Not yet. Boudicca attacked again, and the professor span around to deflect the attack. The two women continued their bout, Boudicca a powerhouse of lunging attacks, and the professor an elegant whirl of parries and thrusts. Madeline watched the fight unfold, her face unreadable. She heard a scuffle of feet beside her, and swung around in time to dodge an attack from Astrid, who had found her penknife and was determined to put it to use. Madeline grasped her own dagger, and whipped it through the air close to Astrid's face. The threat of a far larger blade did not deter the young fighter. She would see Gaius avenged. The professor noted the secondary attack with concern, but Boudicca allowed her no time to yell out a protest. The attacks continued, and the clash of steel echoed around the clearing. The only way to end it was to slow her down, the professor reasoned. She used her defensive position to move the fight closer to the trees, and when Boudicca swung her sword back for a killing blow, darted into the woodland. Coward! the queen roared, before charging after her sacrificial offering. Only now, as the professor had planned, her attacks were hampered by the proximity in the trees. Here the professor's own nimble swordplay would be at an advantage, and she had a head start in using the darkness. She circled round Boudicca and ran at her from behind. She made no attempt to mask her approach. She needed her to turn. Sure enough, Boudicca wheeled on the spot, but the trees either side of her slowed her sword's path. The professor lowered her own sword and swung a fist, hitting her squarely on the jaw cheek. She reeled back at speed, hit one of the tough oak trees with a force, and then collapsed to the ground.
Sorry, Your Highness, the Professor panted, picking up her opponent's fallen sword and hurling it further into the darkness. For the bump on the head and for this. Leaning down, she grabbed hold of the pendant and pulled it from Boudicca's neck before heading back towards the clearing. Astrid's attacks were ineffective. Her mind pulled in too many directions. She simply hurled herself at Madeline repeatedly, swinging her knife through the air with no real notion of tactics. Each time, the move was easily blocked. Then suddenly, the young girl felt herself being hauled up by the collar. She moved to swing her knife again, but stopped when she realised it was the professor carrying her. Let me go! she shouted, struggling to break free. The professor did not reply, her grip impenetrable. She dragged the young girl away from Madeline, but turned back to address the mysterious stranger. Madeline, come with me, she breathed, still tired from the bout. I have the ship. I can... No, Madeline replied simply. You had your chance. This is madness. After all this time searching, why would you not? You didn't search for me, Madeline spat. This was just a quirk of luck. A freak coincidence. An accident. The last word hung dangerously between them. Stop trying to let her go! Astrid growled from the professor's unyielding grasp. The young girl kicked at her shins, but the attack failed to register. You can't help me, Madeline muttered. Then she turned and walked away. The professor watched her go, hesitating about what to do next. Astrid's cries of protest faded into her consciousness, and without saying a word, she dragged her friend away into the woodland. Boudicca had already recovered from the attack and found her lost sword. She emerged from the trees, and seeing the goddess Andraste approach her once again, sank to her knees. I shall find them, goddess. Find them, and soak the soil with their blood to honour you. They are of no consequence now, Madeline replied. She bent down, and placed a gentle hand under Boudicca's chin tilting her head back and forcing their eyes to meet. History cannot be delayed. The final battle approaches, and I shall walk among your army to ensure they are victorious. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, Goddess of Victory, an Unbound Theatre production, written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. Music